0: Welcome to the White Man Can Jump podcast. This is your host, John Whited, a.k.a. Mr. No Look. And we brought in our resident Suns fan. Check in on him. Make sure he's still doing okay after going down 3-2 after having a 2-0 lead. Cody, how you doing, man? I still got all my hair right now, so... There we go. I'm still here. There we go. Well, we just had back-to-back very close games after three blowouts to start it. Um... Last night was probably the most exciting game in the series, um, the highest scoring game, easily, um, and really there's just incredible shot making by both teams um, throughout the game. Um, the defense isn't as bad as a 123-119 game would indicate, um, but really, I mean, Milwaukee shot 58% from the field, 50% from three. Um, Phoenix shot 55% from the field, 50 or sorry, 68% from three. Um, problem is they only had 19 attempts. They averaged 34 attempts a game during the regular season from three. So, um, you know, obviously it's good to shoot that effective, but you, you like to have a little more attempts, especially in this day and age where three pointers rule. Um, but what, what do you see out there?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, everybody was making their shots. That's, that's a given, but, uh, I saw a lot of bad shot selection, um, we're making the shots, but we're taking bad shots. We're letting guys get double teamed like Book, and we're not making that one extra pass that we normally do to get that open three so that we can take more threes and get that 19 temps higher. So that is pretty annoying to watch. Um, but Milwaukee, they're finally moving the ball and playing team ball, and that's what's scary for us.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and last night was really the first night. All stars ended up showing up on both teams um, in this series. Um, it's you know Holiday hasn't had a good series. Middleton's had a couple great games. Same with Booker they both had a couple down games. CP3 had a terrible game last game. Um, so they all they all showed up and and performed the way you would hope they would. Um, you know we can we can start with the honest. Um, he just he's a freak. I mean there's a reason yeah. they call him that. Um, 32-9-6 and six on 14-23 from the field, 61%. Uh, only one three. Um, he had 12 points in the fourth quarter, including the game-sealing alley-oop on Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he, he's... And like, like I said, like we, we were talking at the game, watching the game last night, um, your buddy Ian was saying he's got to get more field goal attempts. And really, like, I don't see why he wouldn't. But that's the thing is he's still getting 32 points when he's not shooting as much as he should. Uh, You know, he's getting, you know, 20, 23 attempts a game. I mean, it's a decent amount, but you want to go down with your best guns and, you know, you you would hope he get more, but he's being as efficient as possible and still getting 32 points off those attempts. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, he could... Yamas could easily go out there and score 60 points. Every game. I mean, he did the two 40-point games, and it didn't look that hard. No. I mean, there's no one on our team that can cover him. We can only scheme to try and trap him. But the dude's too long. I mean, he is a freak. Yeah. That's why he's got that name. And at any given moment, he can just come down, score 12 points in a row, and they're back in the game. I mean, yeah. like we saw, I mean, we were up 16 points in the first quarter. And then as soon as that second quarter happened, that was it. It was gone.
0: Yeah, and that that – Portion you're talking about was really without Giannis, which is surprising. Um, the The first six minutes of the first quarter, or sorry, the second quarter, Giannis was out, um, and the Bucks were plus thirteen in those minutes. I mean, those are minutes you got to win if you're Phoenix. I yep. mean, Booker was out during that time too, so you you have you know arguably your best player out, but Aiden and Chris Paul were out there, and you know you just got to take advantage of those minutes, and and they weren't able to do that, and. It, not only were they not able to take advantage of them, they got taken advantage of him the other way. And so I thought that's where the game was really decided last night. And obviously, like, it came down to the end. Could have gone either way. Yeah. Uh, a couple possessions go differently. But um, you guys had a chance to potentially put them away in that second quarter if, you know, you went on a run to start it with Giannis out. And the exact opposite happened. And, you know, they ended up with a lead at halftime. So um, I, I think that's where the game was won. Um, or lost, depending on how you look at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, w- it wasn't just Giannis last night. I mean, Middleton continued his great play from the game before. He had twenty nine, seven, and five on twelve of twenty three shooting. So another efficient shooting night. Um, and and Holiday actually showed up um, offensively for the first time. He's been playing great defense, like he always does. Yeah. Um, he's been distributing the ball pretty well, but. T- tonight he shot the ball really well too. Um what she came into this game shooting 33% from the field um for the series um but he was 12 12 20 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3 for 27 points, 13 assists, three steals, one block and 14 points in that decisive second quarter. So he right. he was he was he was putting in work. Yeah, and I mean he, he did everything you could ask for him. Um and I think he was just as much a deciding factor as anyone was last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we expect Giannis and Middleton to put up points. Holiday should put up points, but at the same time, we don't think he should, you know, consistently. Consistently, yeah. So, when he goes over about 20 points, I mean, there's no reason the Bucks shouldn't win a game. Yeah. And we need to be holding him to under 20 points. And he has 13 assists. He is not a rondo out there a point guard like <laughs> he should not have more than seven assists that's why DraftKings always puts them over under seven and a half like <laughs> there's a reason for that so that's pretty annoying that he's out there running an actual offense when all season they never ran an actual offense to just Giannis go down do your thing and then kick it out every now and then
0: yeah yeah um it, it definitely changed their style um you know everyone was giving them crap about not making any adjustments boot and holds are in And I think he finally did, and he did both offensively and defensively, and um, and they're starting to see that pay off for these last three games. Um, You know, they uh, they've really kind of put it together, starting to gel on offense, Um, using Giannis as a screener in the Milton Giannis pick and roll um, has been really effective. Um, Holiday's been doing his thing, Um, and it's it's just. This is what they envisioned when they, you know, had all these three guys after they traded for a holiday is that, you know, you could just rely on these three and, and really, I mean, they, they didn't get too much contribution from anyone else except for Pat Connaughton, who was X factor again tonight, 14 points, four, six from three. Um, and I mean, that, that's just huge because it just, when he's hitting shots like that, like you can't just help off them completely like they want yeah. to. Um, and it makes it, um, makes the lives of Viannis and Middleton and everyone else a lot easier. And then you're also getting 14 points that are kind of unexpected too.
1: Yeah, there's the the unexpected points. That's that's where you need to stop that. We can't let these guys come out and get confidence. I mean, that's what it is. You get ten Con- confidence, and now he's going to start keep jacking. Yeah. And if he keeps averaging 14 points a game, I mean, we're not going to win. We're not going to win this series at all. And it's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he's been huge the last two games. Those, all the shots he's hit have been big shots, too. Um, and, yeah, like you said, now now he's got the confidence from last game. And he just carried it over tonight. And every time he got the ball, he, he thought it was going in for sure. Yeah. And, you know, he he, he played great. He, he played pretty good defense, too. They, they tried to target him in the pick and roll. Um, you know, when Lopez is out of the game, he's the guy that they try to target and for the most part, he held his own. They they got him a couple times, um, but you know the guys that are attacking him, CP three and Devin Booker are, are going to get a good defender a couple times. So yeah. I think he did a respectable job there too, and um, and it really helps when you're not playing, you know, three or four on five on offense. Like that makes a big difference when you have at least a threat. Like PJ Tucker is not a threat. Like he doesn't even want yeah. to shoot it anymore. Like he used to on the Rockets be a good. Three point um, corner three shooter, um, but he doesn't even look to shoot those anymore. Anyway. He passed one up last night, wide open on a skip. Um, but when you have someone that you know is at least going to take it and is, has capable of hitting it, you got to play a defense differently. And, yeah. um, and I think that's been a big difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the stars showed up for you know the Suns as well. Um, you know Booker had back to back forty point games. Um, 44 boards, three assists, two steals on 17 and 33 shooting. Um, you know, he's just doing his thing, getting to his spots. Um, well, sometimes he doesn't even like we were talking about this last night. Like sometimes it looks like he's trying to get this spot. Doesn't get there because there's good defense by holiday, but just doesn't matter. Yeah. He's such a good shot maker. Yeah. It ace. doesn't matter. for him. Um, so it's just, it's, what do you, what do you want to do against him when he's feeling it like this? Um, you know, they, whenever Lopez is in the game, they attack him, put him in the pick and roll, and let him just drop off like he has been. He just has a field day um, with the pull-up mid-range jumpers. Um, and then if he's out of the game and Giannis is the other person in the screen and roll, like, he'll, he'll cover him too. But he had a tough one on Giannis last night too. So, I mean, um, there's uh, there's not much you can do with the way he's playing right now.
1: No. Um his stats are good, but what I would like to see is his assist go up. Yeah, make that one extra pass. He if he's scoring thirty two a game or thirty a game, that's fine. But if he's getting at least like six, seven assists to help contribute, that's one extra pass we're making. And I mean, some of those, yeah, he got forty points because he was hitting some tough faders or over two defenders. But get that one extra pass to get the other guys involved and get them more confidence. Just like content's getting competent confidence let's get Bridges and Crowder and these guys to get on a roll and get going because we need them to have a big game as well.
0: Yeah. No, they like the X factors are just as important as a star sometimes. And yeah. Um, and right now the bucks are winning that edge. Um, they have an edge in that category. So, I mean, yeah, he's playing great. Like you said, you um, know, I said on the podcast last time is that they really don't have much ball movement. It's, it's mostly just pick and roll and then ISO ball and, which you know it's been pretty effective so i can't completely be upset about them but like I like said you want to get everyone involved and that's how they've been that they've been a team like that all year like you know they had five or six guys i think average in double figures this year and so like yeah you want to make sure you get all those guys some good shots get some confidence they'll play harder on defense like it just it's it's just a, a um, an effective way to play and um, and keeps everyone engaged and motivated. Exactly. Um, CP3 rebounded from, you know, his worst game of the playoffs, arguably. Or maybe not arguably, it was. Um, t- he had 21 points on 11 assists, uh, 9 of 15 from the field, 3 for 3 from 3, and only one turnover after 5 turnovers in the last game. So, um, I know I was a little concerned talking on the podcast last time that, you know, he... Uh, he might have been hurt, re-aggravated his wrist, and it was bothering him because he just looked out of sorts, like he's just losing the ball and like general handle, like without any pressure, and and he was grabbing a couple times. He he wasn't making shots that he normally makes, like just raised some concern. But I think last night kind of put those concerns to bed, and you know maybe just chalk it up to a bad game.
1: Yeah, it was probably a couple of bad games, but at the same time, I, there's just weird feeling I have that. He thinks this finals is just going to be given to him, and he's just out there. He's like, you know, this is this is my ring. They're going to give it to me, but this is the finals. you got you got to go out there and dominate and go kill some people to,
0: <laughs> to get yeah, that ring. Yeah, they're going to need him to step up in these last two games. I mean, um, he's been the engine that has led this team all year. I mean, it's nice to have a sidekick in Booker, but in terms of just... Beginning to the end of the game, like he's the engine that makes his team go. And, yeah, and and when he when he's scoring more too, it just makes it that much easier for them. Um, he can obviously set everyone up, and that's what he does best. Um, you know, and you know Aiden is the, generally the beneficiary of that. Um, when they run their pick and rolls, it's been pretty effective. Um, you know, Aiden had rebounded from a six point game last time. He, he had twenty. 20 and 10 and two blocks, 7 of 12 from the field, 6 of 6 from the line, which is pretty impressive. Um, You know, free throws are a lot harder in the NBA finals than they are the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, Especially if you're Giannis. I think he was 4 of 13 tonight or something like that. Um, But, uh, you know, they still got the dub even despite that. So, um, yeah, I mean, Aiden played well. I mean, you couldn't really ask for a better game from those three, but just didn't get. Too much from the rest of the team, and and um, you know it was a pretty impressive performance on the other side of the ball by the Bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean we talked about it last night when it seems like the Bucks are going to the line at least twice as much as we are, and we need Booker, CP3, Aiden, I guess probably being a little bit more aggressive to get those foul calls. I mean yeah. we're almost eighty percent shooting free throw team and. We should be dominating on that and like so getting to the line and getting those easy points. And we're not getting the calls that we should be. I mean in the first quarter we missed out on seven points. Yeah. Because of ticky tack fouls before and there's not continuation anymore. So we gotta do something to get to the line.
0: Yeah, I mean I think part of that is how many mid range jumpers you're settling for too, which which is like the bread and butter like C B three and Booker two of the five best mid-range shooters this season. So, like, yeah. you can't fault them for getting to their spots and, and they're hitting them, too. But at the same time, like, they have opportunities to get all the way to the rim that they're not seeking uh, yeah. sometimes. And, and uh, I think that could be a difference. I mean, you might not make them all, but Aiden, if, if you're pulling a secondary defender, Aiden's got a good chance of getting a rebound if it's missed. you got a chance to get fouled and put a 90% free throw shooter at the line um so yeah I, I agree they definitely need to um get to the hole and try to get to the line a little more um i know in game four they had um 53 percent of their shots were mid-range jumpers which is like by far like high in a way would have led the league um, yeah. by a wide margin and and I, I think it was probably a pretty close percentage again last night they shot more threes which than they did the game before but um you know they, they're still not shooting as many as you would like to see especially with how good they can be from three I mean they got some pretty good three-point shooters um especially when you draw on the double team inside with Chris Paul or Devin Booker like the guys you're finding I mean Jay Crowder's been hot this series I mean he can get hot as really anyone can um so when he is you got to not ride him in the sense that you got to run the offense to him, but get him some looks like, cause he can go seven to nine from three in a game. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, th- that's really what it came down to last night was that second quarter. Um, the stars came out, played great. Just what, like, I mean, this is like as exciting a game as you could ask for really. Like oh, yeah. game went back. I mean, runs either way. Um, Game was never out of reach. You thought thought it might have been after the first quarter. Um, but, um, you know, everyone showed up. Everyone played well. Um, not many turnovers. A clean-played game. Um, and it, it was just uh, – we just hope we get two more like this. And for your sake, they're we'll go the other direction.
1: Yeah. Hopefully we can get these next two. I mean, it's going – I think it's going seven games now. We did say – or I did say, you know, stunned in six, but – it's looking like Sons in 7 now. Yeah. Well, that's,
0: that's the only way it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I said Sons in 5 mostly because I didn't think Gian- – I underestimated Giannis being as much of a freak as he is and didn't think he would really contribute to this series, but um, that has not been the case at all. Yeah,
1: someone gave him a uh, steroid on that leg. Yeah. It made him a lot better.
0: Yep. Um, but, I mean, it's it's been uh, – a good series so far and i think really everyone just wants to see a game seven like yeah i mean why wouldn't you like i mean even well i mean you don't have choice now but like when you're rooting for it before like you're like i wanted to go seven i hope we win obviously i'd, I'd rather us just in six and losing seven but like i want to see a game seven. yeah and and you know that's really you can't ask for anything better i mean i think the last game seven was might have been 2016 with the Cavs and
1: uh, the Cavs uh, and, uh, warriors. Yeah. And like,
0: you couldn't ask for a better game than that. With yeah. All, all the drama down the end, the Kyrie shot, the LeBron block, like just all, or hall of famers all over the place on the court. Like, um, but, and there'll, there'll be a couple hall of famers on the court for sure. And Giannis and CP three. And then, you know, Booker could definitely get there at, at, you know, some point, and Oh yeah. And maybe we can dive into that now. Um, you know, we, we kind of had a little debate last night and it might be how we define the word, um, which sparked the debate, but this whole series, uh, Mark Jackson has been declaring Booker a full-fledged superstar, um, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think he's great and I think eventually he will become a superstar because he's what he's 23, right? Yes, 23, yeah. 24. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, he's still got room to grow as a player, but when I think a superstar... I think there's only like 10 of those in the league or so, generally. Um, someone that you can build a team around and you got 50 wins, um, which there's not that many players like that. Um, and, you know, the Suns were on a 50-win pace this year. Um, but, you know, he also had CP3 like to help him like carry the team. Like, when he was by himself, they weren't anywhere close to 50 games they had, you know, I mean, he was still getting better, too, and he's he had his best year of his career this year. Um, but, you know, I think he's an all-star. He's, he's a star. Like, I would put him, like, 15 to 18 best player in the league. So, like, just a tier below superstar. But um, I know your buddy Ian had, had a big issue with that.
1: Yeah, um, he doesn't like... <laughs> yeah, he, he rates guys a little bit different than everybody. But, I mean, Booker... I mean, yeah, it's how we define a superstar, and obviously I'm a homer, so I think Booker is a superstar, and I think we built around him. So, you know, we drafted all these guys around him because he's going to be our guy. Then, yes, we brought Chris Paul in, which was a huge help. I mean, we brought Rubio in, and that failed, and yeah. Bloodsoe in, and that yeah. failed. Yeah. We brought all these guys in. I mean, yes, CP has helped, but Booker has consistently, over the years, averaged over 20 points. Most of the time over 21, and has carried. I mean, he, he's carried for himself and tried to put the Suns in position to win, I mean, over the years, but the rest of the team sucked. Didn't and that. I mean, it's not much he can do. I mean, look at Kobe. I mean, Kobe was a Hall of Famer. And when you got Robert Sacre on the team and Jordan Hill, I mean, <laughs> Kobe can only do what, Kobe can still drop 60, but I mean, you're not going to win that many games and the rest of your guys suck. So, (laughs) I mean, we can only put so much blame on Booker, but I I think, yeah, superstar. and He's definitely in that top 20, so between 15 to 20 range of players in the league. Um, But, you know, you got your star, your superstar, and then I think it goes like all-star and then probably Hall of Fame player, which we got, you know. It's going to be Kevin Durant, Curry, LeBron. Giannis. Giannis. I mean, we Hard. can't put Joker there yet, but, I mean, they're going to be there. Yeah. We would assume unless something yeah. major happens. Injury. Injuries or something. Um, but, yeah, that's my stance on that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's fair. It's just uh, – it's a good debate, uh, I think, either way. Like, he's – and it's, like, also, like, how you think about him now. Like, he's not a finished product. So, yeah. So, like – that's my point is he's, he's not quite there yet, but I think he will get there. And I, I don't really know, like barring any injuries or anything crazy. Like, I don't think that's crazy to think that he'll be a top 10 player in the world um, at some point. Um, Cause I mean, he's just, I mean, his shot making is incredible. Like, I mean, he's, I can't tell you. I mean, if you look at like the expected field goal percentage on some of his shots that he made this past two games, like, it's he's got to be exceeding that by like 30% because he's shooting some tough ass shots and he's just making everything. Um, it's incredible. But, um, you know, we also had a a healthy debate last night, watching the game. Who would you take Middleton or Booker? I mean, we we know your answer, but, um, I think there's a a decent case to be made for Middleton. Um, I think all around, he is a more well-rounded player. He's a better defender. Um, he, he's he got the mid-range, he's got the three, he can get to the hole. Um, he's a better passer. He, I think he averaged like five and a half, six assists a game this year. I think Booker was around four. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I think they're pretty close, and like they've shown in this series that they can take over games and win a game for you, both of them. Um, but they're also not – and part of why I, I I didn't bring this up before, why I don't necessarily think Booker or him—I don't think anyone would necessarily call Middleton a superstar because he doesn't have a, quite as high of a ceiling. But neither of them bring that consistency night and night in, night out. Like Booker, I think it was Game Three had ten points. Like, yeah. granted, he didn't play that much because of um, foul trouble, foul trouble, and Monty Williams' decision not to play him in the fourth. But um, you know, yeah, like if you're gonna bank on this one person winning you title, like you want them to get you twenty five a night in the playoffs. Yeah. And that that consistency makes a difference. So I, I think I think just Middleton has a little more tools. They're not quite as good of tools. Um but he's got a little more in his bag than Middlet or than Booker does. And but but like Middleton's also hit his ceiling. Like yeah. he's not getting any better. You're
1: not gonna see a better Middleton.
0: Booker Will be better than like him one day, yes, so uh, I, I think that the, there's a discrepancy there too is like how you're looking at it now, but yeah. I, actually, I know you have an opinion on this, so
1: yeah, so I mean when I think about it I mean Middleton's what twenty eight or twenty seven I mean, even if you put him at the same age, like that's the best you're gonna get out of Middleton. so building around a player, build around Booker, I mean he's progressed a lot faster than Middleton did. Yep. And, I mean, Milton came in with Giannis. I mean, look how long it took him to really get to that level. And, I mean, it's Booker, man. I, got, I love the guy. I've loved him since Kentucky. Like, the guy's a beast. And Booker, I mean, sure, Middleton has the better defense, but Booker can still work on that. Yeah. And this is a crazy opinion, but when I look at Booker, I see a little baby Kobe. You know, with some of the shot selections and everything. Doesn't have the IQ. I mean, not many guys do. But if we can get if we can get Booker to get that IQ, like 75% of it, we're going to have a tough dude in this league. Yeah. I'm, I'll go up to top five. If, if he gets that. If he gets that. I mean, if not, it's still top ten.
0: We'll see, yeah. Um, yeah you're not the only one to compare him to Kobe. Um, I don't necessarily like those comparisons. Um, I see why they're made. Um, they do have similarities in the games. They had the connection, the B legendary, um, all that stuff, um, which which is fine. Like It's fun to talk about this kind of stuff. Like, And everyone's going to have a different opinion on it. It makes for a good debate. It like, um, doesn't mean anyone's right or wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll ever have the career that Kobe had. No. Um, his peak might reach almost to what Kobe peak was it probably won't last as long as Kobe's did cuz Kobe had such a long peak in in his career which is part of the reason why he was so great. Yeah. Um you know, he had it from really like 10-11 year peak when he was playing with Shaq, those three titles and then through the mid 2000s and then when he won 2009-2010. I mean, he was still LeBron was probably the best player in the league at that time, but he was the second best player. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, I mean, I hope he gets there. Like he's fun to watch. Um, but I, I just, I don't see it happening quite that way, but you know, we'll see. It'll yeah. Be, we'll see. Either way. I love watching Devin Booker. So as much as I've been not getting his back here the last couple of minutes, doesn't mean I don't like his game. So, um, yeah, I know, I know you had, you wanted to air out some steam on, uh, crazy eyes, Bobby Portis. Yeah. Well, let's the, just get it off your chest here. Make safe place here.
1: Yeah, so I I hate Bobby Poulos. <laughs> he sucks. He sucks. He's not a good player. And go back to the whole confidence thing. We let this dude come in the game, start screaming, start yelling, just make all this noise to get the fans going, and then he hits a couple threes a game. And, you know, the fans love him. I get it, but he sucks. So, like... <laughs> This is that guy when you're playing basketball and you're playing pickup that you see on the court and you're like, hey, that guy right there shouldn't score one point. He probably shouldn't even touch the basketball. And that's Bobby Portis. Like, he is not good. He got overpaid in New York, but that's because New York wanted to sign every single power forward in the league. And now he's with them and he, he shouldn't be playing. I mean
0: Problem for you is he is and he's playing pretty well. Yeah. Like you said, it's it's a confidence factor and in- now, like the basket looks as big as the Atlantic Ocean to him. Uh, yeah, and um, and yeah, I mean, he he is not that talented of a player. Um, I I don't hate him as much as you because I'm not a Suns fan, but <laughs> like I can see why you do. Like he, he's he's kind of guy you love to have on your team, but if he's not on your team, you absolutely hate him. Yeah, of he's, course. And um, but like he brings a lot of energy, gets the crowd fired up when they're at home. Um. Does the dirty work, isn't afraid to hustle, get after it on the boards, and like you said, he's been making open shots when he's got them. So I mean, you know, he's he's been the other X factor for the Bucks. I mean, they they've had two guys that they can count on off the bench. I mean, Jeff Teague's the only other guy getting minutes um, who they can't count on at all. Not (laughs) at all. We were talking last night, like, why not get Bryn Forbes some minutes because he can at least hit a couple threes for you while he's in the game. And it's not like Jeff Teague is a great defender. Um, so there's not much of a drop-off there. Um, But, Bouton that's his guy. He had him in Atlanta, and then I guess he still thinks he's playing in Atlanta because... I guess he still thinks
1: he's (laughs) 23-year-old Jeff Teague. Yeah,
0: Yeah. but I mean, I like Jeff Teague and all, but it's just, it's not his point in his career that he's going to be contributing in these type of games. Yeah,
1: so let him sit on the bench and try and get a ring. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, I mean, I think that kind of sums up the game from last night. I mean, we... I think we're at kind of at a point where there's not too many adjustments left to be made. These teams have felt each other out, yeah. know what's going to work, and it's just a matter of execution. But is there anything you'd like to see your sons do a little differently or hope the Bucks don't do or you know something along those lines where you guys might be able to get an advantage the next couple games?
1: Uh, I mean, you kind of hit it. There's not many, but when Giannis is out of the game, we have to run away with the game. There is no excuse that we don't run away with the game. I mean, Drew Holiday, like we said, cannot score twenty-seven points. That is just absurd. And thirteen assists. I mean, yeah, we can go on and on about that, but that—that's where we need to stop. And then when Lopez is in the game, or Conant, attack those two dudes. Give Aiden some more touches. I mean,
0: yeah, he really—he doesn't, doesn't
1: have to go and score forty and forty and twenty. Like he doesn't have to do that. But give him a touch to make them respect down low and then kick it out and then get that movement going again. I mean, we haven't seen those since game two, the, hey, six passes, passes, seven, eight, yeah, eight passes to where all of a sudden it's open three and you're like, oh my God, it's beautiful. We haven't seen that in a while and that's because we've taken a step back and now we're kind of like, hey, Booker, you know, Chris, like, just go out there and do your thing. And it's like a pickup game for them now
0: yeah um uh, yeah and I said that after the game four is that they need to get back to you know the ball movement movement without the ball rather than just kind of standing and watching one guy go out of pick and roll and 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 like I think Milwaukee even though like they're not doing a good job on it necessarily that's the kind of shots they want them to take like yeah mid-range shots like and they know if they run that pick and roll they're gonna shoot a mid-range shot 80% of the time or what, you know, what a high percentage of the time. And they're not going to get everyone involved. Um, and in, well, it's a risky strategy to let, you know, potentially let their best player on the other team beat you. I, 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 don't generally like that strategy, but also like at a certain point, like, you know, they're going to get theirs, stop the rest of the yeah. team from going off and making a difference. So, you know, I, I, I think, I think it's really just roll the ball out and play now. Um, and may the best team win. And um, these teams have been so evenly matched this series. Um, I think it's uh, a plus one now um, for the Bucks for the series. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can't ask for it to be any closer than that. Um, 3-2, going back to Milwaukee. Um, it's going to be tough for the Suns. Um, that's a tough place to play. Yeah. Um, it's a tough place to be outside, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go crazy out there. Um, so, I mean, I think I know what your prediction is going to be, but let me give me a reason why it's going to happen. I mean,
1: realistically, Milwaukee's taking this next game. You think so? I think so. I mean, this is that was a demoralizing loss last night.
0: You heard of your first, fellows. But.
1: I would like to see, and I think what could happen is that we win. If we're winning, it's going to be by, like, less than four points. Yeah. It's going to be a close game, and it's going to be a hard-fought game, and they're just going to be going at each other. Yeah. So we might see a very physical game coming up.
0: I mean, we've seen some pretty physical games, with, and they're letting them play. Yeah. Um, uh, like, tonight, there's several times where, like, um, both sides are like, how is that not a foul? Like, but, like, it was consistent. It wasn't like yeah. one team was getting the calls and one wasn't for, you know. The Milwaukee's probably got better half, better portion of the calls this series overall. But last night I thought it was a pretty well-officiated game in the sense that they were consistent. And that's really all you can ask from the refs. Like, um, so, you know, selfishly, I want to see a game seven. I picked the Suns to win in five. That's obviously not possible. Um, I And I want CP3 to win so bad. I'm going to pick Suns and seven um, Suns and four is impossible. I would have I would picked that otherwise, but um, I, I, I think CP three just comes out and like you said, realizes this is not going to be handed to him. This ring. I mean, there's probably no one that wants a ring as bad as he does yeah. in the league. So I think he's going to come out 30 and 10, both the games, you know, there's something along those lines. Um, and Booker keeps playing half as good as he's been playing. That, that can be enough if they can, you know, if Drew Holiday comes back to reality, uh, or at least the reality that he was playing in before. Um, and you can, you know, keep Middleton and Giannis somewhat in check, um, which is a tall order. Like none of this is easy, um, but Suns are a great team. Um, they need to get the whole team involved a little more, um, get Bridges and Cam Johnson, and, Crowder get them some good looks um they've been hitting them when they've got them yeah um, I
1: mean, get campaign going again I mean yeah we just forgot all
0: about him yeah um he, he has been struggling this series I mean he made a name for himself the first three rounds of the playoffs especially the western conference finals when cp3 was out so um yeah get get the role players involved a little more that that's what the bucks have really done these last two games um and, it, and it's made a difference. Um, you know you, you expect the stars to show up even though we talked about they're not quite as consistent as we like um sometimes um but there's three stars on each team and you're you're gonna get at least two of them to show up each night, so it's just a matter of who else shows up really um yeah. and and unless you get three and they only get two like that that could be the difference too so I mean I think we're gonna see some good basketball games that's all I want to see um I do want the Suns to win, but I, I just want to see good basketball. So, yep. um, I'm rooting for you. I'm hoping for the best. Suns to uh, seven. Suns to seven. So you heard it here. Thanks for coming back on another edition of the White Man Can Jump podcast.
1: Yes, sir.
0: And you guys out there, follow us on mrnolook.com dot com and. I am on Instagram at jwhited757 and Twitter at jwhited5. Thanks. Peace.